Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening. Not sure where you're at. Maybe you're watching this at a later time, but it's good to have you join us today. So the topic that we'll be talking about on this show is called Dream Builder. You know, in 2004, we started a program when we used to go into high schools. We used to set up our stage. We used to bring drama, different types of band, and we used to call it a Dream Builder Rally. We used to do at lunchtime, at lunchtime, and all the students would come with their lunch, and they would, for 30 minutes, watch this show where we encouraged them to follow their dreams. We would speak into them concerning their dreams. So, every Wednesday, we're believing God to do this every Wednesday, so you pray with us. Uh, to, to bring you a word concerning your dreams. Now, I have some, some great thoughts today I want to share with you. Um, I want this time to build you up. I want you to really listen. I believe God is going to speak into your lives. I believe we're, at a, we're in a time and an hour where God's people need to rise up. Young people, middle-aged people, even the the senior citizens, if I could say that. It's time to get up and do what God has called us to do. You know me, Rick Rayna. I'm a huge dreamer. My whole life has been dreaming. My wife, Nettie, we have a picture in our room of our marriage, us at the altar. And the camera shot is on us too. And I'm always telling her, what were you thinking at that moment? She goes, I wasn't thinking. Or sometimes she says, Oh, I should have thought of this before I said I do. We tease each other because once she married me, we, we got up, we hit the pavement running. I'm a dreamer. I'm always dreaming, believing God for great things, always believing to shift the atmosphere. I'm always believing to walk into the, a room and to light it up with God's presence. Uh, I'm, I'm believing to touch homes, neighborhood, cities, states, nations. I, I, I'm a dreamer. I want to make movies to reach millions of people. Well, that's what I want to talk about every Wednesday. So here we go. I want to talk about building your dream. Your dreams could be your dreams, your desires, your goals, or your vision. All four words combined mean dreams. Your dreams, your desires, your goals, and your vision. If you're like, you're like me, uh, I could be driving somewhere, but I'm really not there. I'm dreaming. I'm thinking. Sometimes it's hard for me to go to sleep because I'm dreaming. I'm thinking. I have a desire. I have a vision. I have a goal. I see something. I want to do something. I want to make something happen. If I see somebody hurting, I'm always thinking, how can I reach them? Or if I see a high school, this is something really big. If I see a high school stadium and we're driving by like this in my car, I look at that high school stadium and I say, how can I rent that so we can hold a big rally? I'm always dreaming. I always have a desire. I always have a goal. I always have a vision inside of me to do something great. Now, I want to read a scripture really quick to, to, to start this off. We all know this scripture, Proverbs Chapter 29, verse 18, it says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Now, this is what I want to talk about. 
if God's people are perishing, that simply means that the wicked are perishing. If God's people are not dreaming, that means that the wicked, the unsaved, are not dreaming. If God's people do not have a goal, that simply means that the sinner, our neighbors, do not have goals. If God's people do not have vision, that means the people we walk by every single day at the mall do not have a vision. Because if God's people don't have vision and they're perishing, how much more the lost? You see, God has chose me and you to inspire this world. We're the light of the world. We shouldn't be hidden under a bushel or under a tree or under a rock. Or let me just kind of rephrase that. Your dream, your vision, your goals, your desires should not be hidden, tucked away under a rock, under a bushel, under a tree. But I don't like saying this word, but sad to say it. Most believers are not walking in their dreams, their goals, their visions, their desires. And I want to deal with that. I want to deal with that on Wednesdays because even though that I'm a big dreamer, Satan's always fighting me and trying to hinder me from walking in what God has called me to walk in. It's a big deal. So if Satan can stop me, he's, what he's really trying to do is stop the people because my dreams, my goals, my desires, my vision, they're designed to affect others. You know, when we made the, our very first movie, The Rally One, we made a little sign and we wrote on it, one million souls. And we put it like on this piece of cardboard and we taped it upon uh, above my monitor. As I was directing, I had a monitor where I would see, you know, the cast acting. But above that, it said one million souls. And I remember when we were filming one time at Kenneth Copeland's house, he walked by my monitor and he seen that little sign and he touched it and he says that should come to pass. You see, while we were filming, I had a goal, a dream, a desire, and a vision is to reach a million souls. And you know what? Here we are a few years later. Our first movie, The Rally One, has gone global. It's gone around the world. We have reached millions of souls. We have touched thousands and millions of people with the good news. Well, we made our second movie. We wrote on the little sign, two million souls. You see, you have to have something. So without a vision, people perish. Now, another word for perish simply means not bearing fruit or dying. When you have some fruit on your kitchen counter, you put them in a basket, you bring them home from the market, and you put them in this basket, they're alive. But the moment you put them in the, in the basket, they start to perish. Three days later, you know, they're, 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 they're changing color. Uh, they're losing their, their vibrant color and the desire to be eaten. About time you know it, you have to put them in a bag and throw them away. Now, that's what happens to people that don't have dreams, goals, desires, and vision. They begin to change. They begin to become rotten on the inside. So many people become depressed, oppressed depressed because they have nothing to get up for. You know what? Every morning when I get up, I have something to rise to. I'm 
always doing something. I mean, even today, check this out. It's a big day. I mean, we've done so many things here at Rally Ministry. Those of you that follow us, we, we, we're always doing something. But I've never really started to do a podcast or a vlog or Facebook Live. We've done a few here and there. Well, last week, my daughter Christian says, Dad, you need to do this. I mean, people need to hear. So she helped me set all this up. She's off camera. and it, it, But see, it's a dream. It's a desire. It's a goal. It's a vision. So I had to get up. I, let me say this. I had a reason to get up. I had a reason to get up, get a cup of coffee, pray, read, look at my notes for this moment. I have a reason. I have a smile on my face because I, I'm doing something. Now, maybe you're watching and you feel like your life is empty or you feel like you have no reason to live for. You got to be, you got to check your, uh, your radar on what you're living for. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm talking a lot, but I want to get into my notes. And I know you're hearing me, but so where there's no vision, people perish. You got to be watchful that you're not perishing. Again, perishing means like a piece of fruit, drying out, dying, every day aging, and the day's going to come and you never produce nothing. I don't want to be like that. I, I want to have a reason to live and I want to, uh, I want to go forward. Now, the end of that scripture says, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Or you can say, he that keepeth his dream alive, happy is he. Happy people have a reason to live. You know, me and Eddie all the time, we, we, on purpose, once a month, we plan a, a weekend getaway. And what that does for us, it gives us a desire to keep working, working. We get up every morning, we go to work, we study, we pray, we do whatever we got to do for the ministry. But we know at the end of the month, we're getting on one of our motorcycles, we're getting in our RV, we're going somewhere. See, we have something to live for other than work. And, and that's what a lot of people are missing. So happy is he who keeps his dream. Now, I want to give you some thoughts. That was, a, that was a big opening. Man, I said to myself, I wasn't going to uh, have such a long opening, but I did. So there you go. So let me give you some thoughts. Your dreams matter. Your dreams matters regardless if others don't believe in them. Your dreams matter. And again here, your dream could be a book a song, a movie, a business. See, your dream, your dreams matter. It could be a book, a song, a movie, a business, to start a ministry, begin to do something in ministry. It matters. Why does it matter? Here, here I'm going to drop the anchor here. Because it will affect other people's lives. Your dreams matter because your dreams have been designed to affect other people's life. And see, a lot of people have dreams, goals, desires, and vision just to affect their own life. And see, that's not the way to live. If you're just trying to make yourself happy, you're going to miss it. I believe that our dreams, our goals, our desires, and our visions are designed, and they're from God, to affect other people people's lives. For instance, I said books. You know, I have a couple books and we have taken our books around the world. They're affecting people's lives. 
you know, songs. I know uh, some people that have songs. You know, I think of <laughs> T-Bone. Let's just say T-Bone. T-Bone has a lot of songs. And I like listening to T-Bone when I feel like do, listening to some, some rap. But his songs are affecting other people. All right, how about movies? Hey, we have movies. You know, we haven't won an Oscar yet, but we will soon. But we have won souls. You see, our movies... That's my goal. That's my desire, my dream, my vision. I'm affecting people. You know, we get emails all the time from people saying, hey, I just watched your movie and your movie touched me. See, that's what should happen. The reason why our dreams matter because they will affect other people. Let me say this. We got to be watchful with other people. See, I read that. Your dreams matter regardless if other people don't believe in them. See, friends and family, you got to be watchful with friends and family. You got to be very watchful when you share your dreams, your passions, that's another word, with other people. Regardless if they don't believe in them, the reason why they don't believe in your dream because it's not their dream. But God placed it within you and he's given you everything you need to fulfill that dream so you can touch other people's lives. And their lives will never be the same because of your dream. See, I learned that when I first got into ministry. I had family members and I had friends telling me, Rick, what you're dreaming is too big or what you're believing for, it'll never come to pass. You'll never, I remember someone said to me, you'll never get to New York because I heard of another evangelist who went to New York and he was reaching uh, New York uh, in the streets and I always dreamed about that, but people told me it would never happen. It takes too much money. How are you going to get volunteers? Well, long story short, I dreamed it, I believed it, and I trusted God the very first year in 2005, we went to New York. We had 70 volunteers who went with us. Now we've been going for 11 years. Um, well, we, since 2004, we have gone 11 times, if I could say that. There's a couple years that we missed. Well, we're believing God to go back this year. We haven't gone in two years, but it's a dream. I was just telling Nettie yesterday, I desire to go back to New York. Why? Because the people matter. I have seen the gift that God has placed within me, touch people's lives. And that, that, that's what that dream does. It touches people. So be watchful, regardless if others don't believe in your dream, your goals, your desires, your visions. Do not allow them to talk you out of it. Now, a lot of thoughts are going through me right now because in order to do what we do, it takes a lot of money. And sometimes money talks to me or what's in the bank talks to me. <laughs> sometimes I tell Nettie, hey, Nettie, we're, we're going to believe God for a new truck. And she just scratches her head. She goes, well, let's just use our faith because we, we can't look at what's in our bank or I, I'm not going to go to my neighbor and borrow See, things are designed to talk you out of your dreams. You know, getting a new truck. You know, I wanted to share this story. For 15 years, we had a dream, a desire to have a new uh, ministry RV, a ministry bus, a ministry truck 
that we can carry more equipment and use for outreaches and use to make movies. Well, for 15 years, we believed God for it. Last year, one year ago, matter of fact, in May, that truck came and, and some pastors got together and bought it for us cash. Did you hear that? You can have a dream paid for cash. You don't have to hawk or you don't have to borrow. That's when you know it's God. And now we're using this machine, this truck, for the glory of God. So you got to be watchful that you do not allow circumstances, family members, friends, talk you out of your dream. Let me keep going here. I want to, each week I want to drop this thought into you. I'm going to call it big key point. Big key point. So you got to remember the big key points. And here it is right here. Don't allow other people's dreams to stop you from dreaming. Let me say that again. Don't allow other people's dreams stop you from dreaming. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, a lot of times when you see other people doing things, you can get, you can get discouraged. Um, when you see other people thriving and flourishing, the devil could come to you and say, look at you, your time has passed you, passed you by. Your ship has sailed or the bus is gone. Your time is over. You should have started a long time ago. Listen, that is a lie from the enemy. I had this conversation with my daughter, Christian, last week when we met about this. And I even said to her, I said, Chris, man, I felt like I should have started this a long time ago. You know, Facebook Live. She goes, no, just start now. Just start now. See, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I thought my ship had sailed. Well, that was one week ago. Look, here we are. One week, one week later, and we're doing it. One week later. Now, you got to be watchful. Here it is again. Big key point, be watchful that you don't allow other people's dreams to discourage you from you dreaming. And I've seen that a lot of times, you know, because other people thriving and flourishing, you think to yourself, man, I wish I could do that. Or man, I should have started that. Man, I had that idea before. Well, start now, just like I am. Start right now. Uh, I want to read a quote to you before I leave. Listen to this quote. If you want, I read this the other day on Facebook, and this, I'm, I'm not trying to bash anybody here, but listen to the quote. If you want a Rolls Royce, stop taking advice from people who drive Toyotas. Let me read that again. If you want a Rolls Royce, stop taking advice from people who drive Toyotas, Toyotas or Nissans. Nothing wrong with those cars. But you have to admit, a Rolls Royce as, is at another level. So if you're believing someday to drive a Rolls Royce, stop taking advice from people who are not. Start surrounding yourself with people who are dreaming bigger than you. Listen, I want to stop and thank you for taking time to join me today. Every Wednesday, we're going to gather. Now, I want to give you an opportunity to sow into your dream. You know, every time I go to a meeting or to a church and I hear a message and that message speaks to me, I, I say to myself, I want that word working for me. So in, in order to activate it, 
I always like to sow a seed into that word. Like the other day, Jerry Savelle was here in town and I went to hear him preach and he preached the message called divine acceleration. Well, I said, God, I want divine acceleration to start in my life. We've been believing God for some things. Well, I sold a thousand dollars into him. I said, Brother Jerry, I want this to be activated. I sold a thousand dollars. Well, we were believing God for something. They told me it was going to take up to nine weeks for it to come. It was on back order. I said, I need divine acceleration. So after I sold that seed, I, I ordered what we wanted. Ladies and gentlemen, within 24 hours it came. If that's not divine acceleration, I don't know what is. So I want to give you an, op an opportunity to sow a seed in what you heard today concerning your dreams. I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to believe that your dreams are being activated, that God is reminding you concerning everything He has told you before. Listen, if you want to sow a seed, you can go to rallymin.org. R-A-L-L-Y-M-I-N.org, rallymen.org, and you can sow a seed concerning your dreams. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters, those that are listening, that God, from this moment forward, their dreams, their goals, their desires, and their vision are activated in Jesus' name. Next Wednesday, it's going to be off the hook. All right, we'll see you. God bless. Thanks for joining me.